This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to be back for another episode of the Drop Podcast. The Blues have had a big weekend. I know it's not against great teams, but they beat the Red Wings 6-1. to They come back the next night, travel from Detroit to St. Louis, which is not a big, big deal, but still you got to travel back to your home arena. They wanted to start out this homestand with a win. They are looking to really get going against the Sabres. I know a lot of people are expecting this game to be a blowout. But as I said after my last podcast, guys, it doesn't matter if you've got 19 points or if you've got 39 points and you're playing a team that's got 42 points. The team that's got 42 points is going to realize that any team in the NHL can beat you. They can beat you on any given night. Uh, You see it all the time happen throughout the NHL. I know a lot of people don't think it should happen. There are people that are really upset about the Blues game yesterday. The Blues should have blown them away. This is the worst team in hockey. But I've been telling everybody, emailing me to calm down, try to explain it to them what's going on. But there's always going to be fans that are disappointed. and I I can understand that. But they got the win. It wasn't the way we wanted it to be. It wasn't 9-2. It wasn't 8-1. But it's a win. You get the two points. You're now tied with Tampa for the best record in the NHL, the most points. You play Tampa on Tuesday, should be a good game. Before we get into those highlights from the Blues win over the Sabres, I wanted to go over to talk about a couple different things here. First of all, the three stars of the week. You know you're playing well when two of those three stars are Blues, and actually the third star was a former Blue. The first star of the week would be Braden Shin. Still can't get over that we have him. I had seen something the other day on Twitter that a gentleman said that he would not count Braden Shin as a top six forward. This was a Oilers fan, I believe, and he wouldn't take Shin as a top six forward. That's just crazy. You're, you're allowed your opinion, but I'm sorry, that's just stupid. Shin is one of the better players this year in the NHL. There's no debating it. I wouldn't even argue with anybody because it's not worth my time. It's not worth Blues fans' time. It's not worth Braden Shin's fans' time. It's not even worth Braden Shin haters' time. Just don't even go there. Shin led the NHL in the four games the Blues played last week with uh, 7.6 goals and one assist. Just a great guy to have around. I'm sure the Blues are going to ask him to step it up even more. All the players will due to uh, the injury to Jaden Schwartz. Doesn't look good. Out at least six weeks. They haven't come out last I checked and said it was a fracture, but it was a bruise. I could see him coming back in a week, a couple days. I've played hockey, guys, and I've been hurt like this from, from uh, pucks hitting me. And if it's not a fracture, you're normally not out six weeks. Let's hope it's not. Let's hope he gets back quick. Uh, Jaden, if you're listening, 
We all wish you the best. We want you back quickly, but of course, not back before you're ready to come back. Second star of the week, Jake Allen. You haters are going to hate this, but Jake Allen was just awesome. 4-0, 1.5 goals against average, 9.944 save percentage. Just a great, great goalie this week. And as I said after my last podcast, he's had a couple off nights, but he gives the Blues a chance to win every single game, and that's what you want your goalie to do. If he gives up three goals on 40 shots, I don't care. The Blues can win four to three. He does what he needs to do. He's getting better. He's going to be a top goalie, I think, someday in this league. He's in the top 10, 12 goalies in this league. I don't care what anybody says. He comes there to play game in and game out. He's not like he used to be where he'd give up a goal or two every game that was very questionable. When he does tend to end up goals, it's a lot of the times due to the fact his defense didn't play well in front of him or they blocked him from seeing the shot. So Jake, overall a 17-6-2, played 26 games, 2.54 goals against, save percentage starting to come up, uh, 9-13 total for the year. Very nice to see. And that third star of the week would be none other than Brian Elliott, the former uh, Blues goalie and former uh, Calgary Flames goalie. He had three victories, 1.67 goals against average, a safe percentage of 9.54. The Flyers need him to come up big. He has come up big this last week, helping them try to start something really, really nice. They had a bad 10-game stretch where they were 0-5-5, but man, he beat Calgary 5-2, beat Edmonton 4-2, made a 36 saves and a victory over Vancouver 4-1. And we all know from the Blues playing in that West Coast trip, that's not an easy trip to play in. It's just not, especially when you're coming from the East Coast. So congratulations, Brian. You had an awesome week. You're 9-6-6, 2.79 goals against. Your uh, save percentage has come up a little bit. You're at 9-12. We wish you the best, Brian. Good luck in Philadelphia, and it's been a good week for the Blues. They get the two stars out of three, and they win four games. Let's get into the highlights for the Blues game against the Buffalo Sabres. A lot of people didn't expect the Sabres to give the Blues problems. They've got some good players. I think the Sabres in a couple years are going to be a good team. It's just going to take some time. And Sabres fans, give these guys a little more time. you got some young players. They played very well against the Blues, which shows me they can play. They can play with anybody. And it showed yesterday. They put up a valiant effort. They tried to come back. In the end, they lost. The Blues had control of this game at the very beginning. Really pressured uh, Lerner, the Sabres goalie. But they were able to get on the board very quickly, just 40 seconds in. By who else? The guy I was just talking about, Braden Shin, the number one star of the week in the NHL, gets the Blues on the board to make it one to nothing. Steve for Joel Edmondson. He goes low in front, rebound, they score! Braden Shen, 40 seconds in! Jake Allen does a great job once again, gets himself in a good spot to fire that puck up. How many times have we seen that from the Blues goaltenders? Carter Hutton's done it, Jake Allen's done it a couple of times, and that transition gets set up. Steen across the blue line, close to being offside. A sharp angle shot off the far pad by Edmondson. It doesn't, it doesn't actually reach the pad, it goes off the skate. And right on the tape, I thought Buffalo might look to see about it being potentially offside. 
big early goal for the Blues. Braden Shin at the right place at the right time. Just puts the puck in easy. The Blues take a one to nothing lead. 40 seconds in. Man, that is early. Shin's 16th goal of the year. Edmondson gets his fifth assist. Steen gets his 13th assist. The Blues are up one to nothing. It would be a back and forth first period. The Blues would outshoot the Sabres 16 to 7. Yeah, that's right. 16 to 7. So the Blues were in pretty good control here, but Leonard would do his job and really keep the Blues stymied in that first period, besides that quick goal by Braden Shin. Step in there by the Blues, back to the point, held in. There's the shot right on. Leonard kicked it away the rebound. What a save by Leonard. He just came up with an enormous save to take one away from Barbashev. We go out of the first period with the Blues up one to nothing. A lot of people don't think they played well. I thought they played pretty good. I think a lot of people are just looking at it from the Buffalo Sabres record. But the Blues played a good, solid first period. Jake Allen was big. Uh, Leonard played big for Buffalo. This game could have been three to nothing, four to nothing. The Blues come in to the second period after outshooting the Sabres 16 to seven. They're looking to get off quick, but the Sabres would be the ones to put pressure on Allen early. And, you know, guys, like I said, I was very impressed with the Sabres and what they did and how their game plan and approach was to the Blues. The Blues were just a little too much for them and uh, when they did have an opportunity, like I said, Jake Allen would come up big and then in the second, the Blues would add another goal by Paul Stasny. So an all-around good effort in the second period. Now it's O'Reilly for Ristolainen. 25 to go in the power play. O'Reilly again off the shoulder of Jake Allen and the Blues get a much-needed clear. And now Tarasenko again. Had the empty netter the other night. That shot wide rebound, they score! Stasny gets it! And the Blues take a 2-0 lead. On the doorstep, Stasny bangs it home after a really good shift from Vladdy Tarasenko. Tarasenko in the high slot here. Great pass by Sabotka. And, and behind Stasny, so there's a bit of a screen and going to the dirty areas for a quality shot and a really good save by Leonard. And then the next play is he curls around, shot, rebound, and the goal. Huge save by Jake Allen on O'Reilly. It was just a very, very good save. Jake was just taking the right angles to everything last night. He's gotten much better this year at that. Martin Brodeur, I'm sure, helped last year when he came in. He's looking like a more confident goalie. He knows he's the number one now. He's relaxed. Just a great year so far for Jake Allen, and I'm expecting even better play from him this year, too, because I think he's got it in him. That goal by Stasny, beautiful, beautiful pass from Tarasenko. Tarasenko really took charge of the game last night. He put a lot of pressure on the Buffalo defense and on uh, the Buffalo goalie. Just a great night for Tarasenko. Stasny gets his seventh assist. Tarasenko, 19th assist. Edmondson gets his sixth assist. 16-17 in to the second. The Blues are up two to nothing. They're looking pretty good at this point. The second period shots, nine to seven. So the Blues did not shoot them as bad as they did in the first period. Buffalo only got seven shots. Going into the third, we want the Blues to really lock things down defensively, but still take those good opportunities to try to get ahead in this game even more. They would give up a power play opportunity to the Sabres early in this third period. The Sabres would get a goal from Yvonne Rodriguez and he wasn't done. He would get his second goal of the game to tie it up with just a minute 27 seconds left in the third period. Well, he steered it in front of the net, but it's taken away by Rodriguez. 
Rodriguez clears it through the middle. Brought in by Eichel. Eichel gets into a shooting lane. Got it to the side. Came right out in front. They score. Rodriguez was there to pump it into the empty net on the power play. And Buffalo trails by one. Now St. Louis on the penalty kill. Two guys deep get caught deep in the Buffalo Sabres end. And then it's coming back. The Sabres, Rodriguez is the one that starts this out. Eichel hangs on to it, gets himself in that area. Down low, they work the down low play. See Jack there, cuts into the middle. Everybody else drives through to the net. Vander Kane throws it to the front. It gets by Reinhardt. Again, back it comes to Scandella. Whips it over for Ristolainen. Ristolainen back to Scandella. Let's it go. And that one in the score. On a rebound. It's Rodriguez again. Rodriguez with his second of the night. And Buffalo has tied the game at two. Yeah, excellent job by the Buffalo Sabres. Once the goaltender was pulled, the extra attacker, they kept pressure on St. Louis in their own zone and came up with the pucks. Good job along the wall here. Giergensen's as a guy. is able to keep the puck in too, but you see everybody around the puck. They're all working. They're coming up with the puck, winning the battle. Quick pass to the point. Little D to D here. Risk the line of back to Scandella. The quick shot saves made. And coming out of the corner, Evan Rodriguez once again from the same side is able to get it between Allen and the post. I was so disappointed when this happened. I just had a feeling it was going to. I just told uh, the people around me watching the game that, that I have a feeling that Buffalo is going to come back and tie this game. They pulled their goalie and they were able to get enough pressure on Jake Allen. Rodriguez gets two goals in that third period, including that one to tie and then the power play goal at a minute 42 into the third. That's Rodriguez's first and second goals. On the first goal, Reinhardt gets his sixth assist. Evander Kane gets his 14th assist. Don't be shocked if Evander Kane is traded by the trade deadline. A lot of teams are looking at him as a player they want. Rodriguez on his second goal, O'Reilly gets an assist, his 12th. Scandella gets an assist, his sixth of the year. And I thought Scandella played a pretty good game, and so did O'Reilly for the Sabres. 18-33 on that tying goal. It just was kind of frustrating. You're hoping the Blues can take care of this in overtime, and it doesn't go to a shootout. The Blues started out overtime looking pretty good. I thought Berglund played pretty good in the overtime. It wouldn't take the Blues very long to get an opportunity. Tarasenko got the puck from Pareko, starts skating down the side close to the boards. Not really his fastest. It just looked like he just took that extra step when he seen that a forward was back instead of a defenseman. Skated right past him, went right back in on Lerner and put it right past him. The Blues win in overtime, 4 minutes and 24 seconds in. Our star Tarasenko takes care of it. This is when you need him to step up or in these type of games when you're expected to win and you just can't seem to hold the other team off in the third. And Tarasenko puts the Blues in the win column with this big goal in OT. And now Tarasenko winds up. He goes all the way in on right wing in the clear, and he scores! Goodbye, good night, game over! Tarasenko has been doing that in this game more than any other game in his last 12. Taking that puck and going to the net, he saw that there was a forward, Evander Kane. They were a little lackadaisical in taking the most dangerous player on the ice. 
And Tarasenko made them pay, and boy, is he going to feel good with that one right there. Flatty should feel good right there. He took it in his own hands, got the Blues the big win, gets his 14th goal of the season. Pareko gets his 14th assist. Stasny had a big game. He gets his 7th assist on Tarasenko's goal. 4 minutes, 24 seconds into overtime. That's right, we were just 36 seconds away from a shootout, and Vladdy just takes it down the boards, skates right past the the uh, forward that was trying to defend him, and puts it right past the goalie for the big win for the Blues. Let's go ahead and get into the stats of the game. The Sabres fall to 7-17-6, still stay in the cellar of the NHL. The Blues improve to 21-8-2. Big time win, tied for the lead in the NHL with most points. The Tampa Bay Lightning will be here on Tuesday. The Sabres got 24 shots on goal. The Blues got 45 shots on goal. Power play one for four for the Sabres. The Blues were 0 for 3. Faceoffs pretty uh, similar, 52% for the Sabres, 48% for the Blues. Rodriguez gets two goals, his first and second of the year. Reinhardt gets an assist. Kane gets an assist. O'Reilly gets an assist. Scandella gets an assist. And Lanier gets 42 saves. Tarasenko gets his 14th goal and assist. Shane gets his 16th goal, the opening one just 40 seconds in. Stasny gets that goal in the second period, his seventh of the year, and adds an assist. Steen gets an assist. Edmondson gets an assist. And Allen makes 22 out of 24 saves. Let's go ahead and get to the postgame interviews, where, of course, we're going to hear from Vladi Tarasenko and then also uh, Bertuzzo on this big win for the Blues in OT. Well, take us through the play. Yeah. One, looks like once you saw some open ice there, you had a chance to get to the net. Mm, just try to drive the net, and uh, you know, I think when uh, you have so many chances, puck doesn't go in. You just need to play more simple, and you know, it's a kind of lucky bounce. But I think, like overall, our line playing better every game, and I think we have more and more chances all the time. So we just need to, you know, score those in a game and don't uh, make it all the way through the overtime. You, know, you guys really stepped up without Jaden tonight. Kind of came together. Yeah, that's the sad news for all of us. And, uh, you know, it's always sad when we miss a guy. And, you know, I wish him a speedy recovery. And uh, I hope he's going to be okay sooner, you know. How, how different was it out there for you tonight without him on the line with you? We don't play for a while together, so I know, you know. Uh, but it's it's hard when you miss a guy who is uh, always positive and he's, uh, you know, always pumped up in the locker room. And, you know, he's a good, good person, so we really miss him and, like I said, wish him the fastest recovery. And no Petro in the lineup too, so when you take those two guys out of the lineup and you still get two points, nice win here? I mean, you know, like it's, like I said, it's hard, but you need to, you know, this uh, stuff happen and, uh, you know, you can change something right now, so all we can do not complaining about it and just try to, you know, play for not only for yourself, but for those guys too. We play pretty solid in third. You know, they they get the the power play goal, which kind of sparks them a bit. And then uh, I thought, you know, we had three or four chances that we could have buried in the third. And, um, you know, tough one, six on five. Jakey's got no chance there. Um, of course, there's things that you could have do to get the puck out. But uh, you know, I thought overall we played a pretty pretty solid, sound game. Appreciate that when you have to mix and match, like you said, without those two guys in the lineup, just doing things on the fly. You felt like you did it effectively. Yeah, I think so. Um, like I said, a lot of guys stepped up. Um, you know, you know, those two create a lot of offense for us, and I think we might, we might have to generate offense a little different ways. Um, you know, and I thought guys did a good job of playing down low in the offensive zone. Um, 
So, yeah, I think I think overall we're happy with the effort, and we just got to kind of build on it now. Huge win for the Blues. It's just always nice to start out a homestand with a win, and it's a bigger win because they had to play previously just a little over 24 hours before the Sabres game against the Red Wings. I know. All the naysayers out there are saying, well, they, these are two terrible teams. They should have won. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. They should beat both of these teams. They beat the Red Wings rather handily, but I do think the Red Wings played pretty good against them. I think the Sabres played very good against the Blues. But in the end, the Blues won both of these games that they should have won. Doesn't matter how they did it. They just did it. 6-1 to win against Detroit. 3-2 to overtime win against Buffalo. Nice to get a big win at home, like I said. Tuesday, they've got a tough opponent, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who also have 44 points at this time as of Monday evening. Thursday, they play the Ducks, who are getting some players back. The Ducks always play good against the Blues. And then Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back against the other top team in the Central Division, the Winnipeg Jets. Blues haven't played the Jets as of yet. So that game at 6 o'clock at home on Saturday, and then they go Sunday to Winnipeg to play 5 o'clock. Within 24 hours, they've got two big games against the Jets. This is going to be big for them. The other games are big, but I think this series is going to be huge for the Blues. I think they can win both these games, but they're going to have to be at the top of their game to beat Winnipeg two in a row. We've been saying for years, Winnipeg has talent. Why aren't they playing better? Well, that question's been answered. They are playing better this year, and if you've seen them, I hope you guys have. They're a very good team defensively, offensively, getting great goaltending. They just have done it quickly because last year they were okay. They were good at in spots. This year they've put it all together. The Blues are going to be tested. Let's look forward to this weekend. Get down to see them at the arena. Should be a lot of fun. Thanks again for joining me. This has been the Drop Podcast. We always have podcasts after every Blues game and when something big happens in the NHL or with the Blues. As always, guys, let's end the podcast with Let's Go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.